Welcome back, everybody, to Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. I am the LA nerd, Joel Reeves, and uh, gotcha. Uh, uh, we're back on Zoom again. So if you thought, <laughs> man, I, I'm so glad that the era of Zoom is over, fucking jokes on you. Yeah. Uh, as always, uh, with Taylor Salem. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And Lawrence Merling. Hi, friends. How's it feel to know that we're all in the same uh, state uh, and and yet we're still on Zoom? <laughs> <laughs> Not even in the same state, in the same region. Yeah. yeah. The same greater L.A. County area. Yeah. It's true. I think, right? You're not uh, San Bernardino. No, uh, uh, what's the uh, San Gabriel County? What, whatever the fuck. No, it's, I'm like right on the edge of L.A. County. Yeah. If you drive like five or ten miles east, you're basically in um, Orange. Uh, well, Orange, but also yeah. San Bernardino County, which depends that's which the one I was from. thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Anyway, uh, roll me those sweet smooth jams. Wooka wooka. And today on Pop Pop, the geopolitical or the geography yeah, say, podcast. The geography cast. Damn it. <laughs> talk about, uh, who lives where and why? And... Did you guys know that being a mechanic is just like being um, like, it's mostly like you guess things. Uh, I uh, had some transmission issues. So I turned my, took my car in, right? Took them like a week to fix it. And then I got the car back and I started driving. Transmission is still fine, but the check engine light like came back on like mm-hmm. within like an hour of like picking it up. So I take it back and I'm like, hey man, transmission seems to be cool. The car is like shifting fine, but like the check engine light came back on. And he goes like, oh, okay, yeah, let me uh, let me uh, check it out, see what's going on. Connects his little magic mechanic computer to my yeah. car and he goes, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He was like, cool. It seems fine, so maybe just drive it for a week, and if it's still on, bring it back? Question yeah. mark. And yeah. I was like, "What? What kind of like magicianry bullshit is this?" You know? <laughs> yeah, seriously, right? Is um, my car gonna break down or not, dog? Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> anyway, yeah, absolutely. I, I funny enough, I actually used to work at a, a a tranny shop, and that kind of shit happens all the time. Yes, a transmission shop. Sorry. Um, <laughs> that's what the boys in the industry call it. Um, and yeah, I mean, because the electronics, like a lot of that shit is filtered in through your exhaust. So if like right. something goes wrong, then it just sends the, the fucking system, like Peter Haywire. But mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I, dude, I, I, I will never forget like the look on his, he's like a middle-aged, like Hispanic man. Right. And he just looks at me and shrugs and he's like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, okay, co- copy that dude. So hopefully my car's okay. But anyway, uh, yeah, don't I die. No, yeah, God, I fucking hope not. Uh, I went to an LAFC game dressed as Ted Lasso, and Jason Sudeikis was there, uh, as was Brendan That's Hunting, cool. the person that plays yeah. Coach Beard, and uh, Brett Goldstein, Roy Kent himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm heartbroken, because it was apparently his first game ever attending. And Oh, wow. Yeah. On the same day that I was dressed as Ted Lasso, what are the odds of that? Hmm. That's pretty crazy. Pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, but I'm sure there's some kind of news, right? That we gotta. <laughs> there's it's not. It's not all about me. And all the news. Oh, there's tons um, of it. That was our our Joel news update. Now we'll go yeah. to the pop hop news update. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> let's kick it off with some trailers, shall we? 
Let's do Ooh, it. Yes, this episode is going to be called D and D Dune and DC Fandom. So, yeah, uh, I know DC Fandom is a couple weeks late, but in true pop pop fashion, I don't care about uh, the DC <laughs> universe. So yeah. we got to it. When it's we only got to one it. week late, I think. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, yeah, I, I guess last about weekend. a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Oh, really? That um, was great. Yeah, but, but uh, we got a lot of stuff that came out of there. Yeah, so, so totally. And I, funny enough, I actually watched the whole thing pretty much, uh, except for I missed like the first uh, like five or ten minutes, which was the uh, Black Adam stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. But you didn't really miss anything, Joel. Um, the highlight was the Batman trailer. I only so. watched the Batman trailer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was pretty rough. Let's put it that way. Most of the time. Yeah. Um, but. We did get a little look at Flash, indeed, which was a little interesting. I did see the Michael. Um, I did see the Michael Keaton Batman photo from like the back. Of yeah, the that's of the all that you see of him. Yeah. Um, and then you see like the silhouette of the Batmobile. Um, mm. You hear under, voiceover from under him. a sheet. Yeah, and you hear yeah. voiceover from him. Ooh, like a Michael um, Keaton one. Mm-hmm. Yes, the Keaton. Okay, that's kind of You cool. see the Keaton uh, yeah. silhouette. Uh, what does he say? Bunch of I bullshit. Don't remember. Oh come on! Honestly, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> and then you see like multiple different flashes, and that's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah, the one note about that is that in one of the stills, we do see that uh, one of the duplicate flashes is actually wearing a bat suit that's like been painted to look like the flash. Oh, suit. how funny! So that's <laughs> pretty fun little detail. Well, um, it's also it's also um, it's also Ezra Miller, right? He's playing like yeah. two of yeah. the flashes. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, totally. I mean, although you know. Ezra Miller's still problematic, so yeah, yeah. Um, But that's pretty much it for Flash because they are in the middle of filming. Um, We did, as you said, get some Black Adam footage. Indeed. Um, Not very much of it, though. But kind of our what seems to be like maybe the I don't know rebirthing of Black Adam. (laughs) I guess. Yeah, like um, the emergence of Black Adam, yeah. if you will. Yes, there you go, the emergence. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Pierce Brosnan in the featurette said this is like crazier than anything that he's ever done, um, like including James Bond. So yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I killed Sean Bean. Also, yeah. we, we totally forgot that Pierce Brosnan was in that movie, which for me like totally takes it yeah. to a different <laughs> level. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I mean it's uh, it was a fun little tease, and it's definitely like uh, I'm curious to see more of what that movie is going to be, especially you know totally. Black Adam's kind of a an interesting character to kind of you know he's one of those sort of anti heroes, if you will, yeah, um, you know that is both a villain but also has to be the protagonist of the story. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Look, I'm excited I'll watch, about it. Yeah, I'll watch anything that like look if the I think we all kind of thought at some point in the like big boom of superhero movies like man when's the rock gonna be a superhero right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know i'm he's, i'm gonna watch it because it's the rock as yeah. you know well this so. he's been attached for like 10 years now at least yeah, so exactly. you know it's it, yeah. i'm glad he stuck with it because it does seem like a a, a, a role that's well suited for him. him yeah 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 yeah, and then um, in that similar vein, we have some BTS footage from Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, looks pretty on par with uh, the Shazam 1, um, but uh, the, the one bigger, thing, badder. The one thing <laughs> I took away from, like, obviously there's not really many story details. We do get our first look at um, the villains, which are yes. Lucy Liu and, and Helen, uh, Helen Mirren. Mirren, which is Whoa. great casting. Yeah. 
Yeah. As um, as Calypso. Totally. But the, the biggest takeaway I had from this was just how it looks so much bigger in terms of scale than yes. the first movie. Like the, the first movie yeah. was, it had its big moments, but it's a pretty toned down in terms of telling an intimate story that, that doesn't out overreach itself. And yeah. uh, this one looks pretty freaking massive. So yeah. the caterpillar at the end of the last movie is not going to be in this one. Um, uh, the jury's still out on that. Okay, because weren't they like he setting him up cocooning? to be the bad guy? Um, <laughs> nice. yeah, he may have to cocoon for a bit before he yeah. emerges, but I don't yeah. know. That's um, a setup for uh for Shazam three. Yeah, <laughs> which Bold technically move. is tr they're trying to. That's what they're building ba a Black Adam up to is kind of a clash yeah. between those two characters. In yeah, the third yeah. One, so. yeah, but so again, not too many details on it, but. It looks it looks good uh, as far as like visuals go. Yeah. So mm -hmm. and I'm very intrigued to see Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu as the villains. So. Oh yeah. And then lastly, we have Wait. the Batman. Do you guys think Helen Mirren's gonna do um, a nude scene? No. Probably. Okay. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, the Batman. <laughs> That's pretty tight. Uh, so Joel, since you did see that one, yeah, dang dude, it's like the what only one. I, it's the only <laughs> one I. It's the only one I cared to see. Um, oh my dude, I I don't know. I I they released like a little clip, like a little animation with Robert Pattinson doing like a voiceover, like the day before mm -hmm. the trailer came out, and I think. It was a big spoiler for kind of like what the like I think a big hype of the trailer for me was like the bat voice, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was like, man, how is Robert Pattinson gonna do the bat voice? And I think it's really, really good. I think it's fucking solid. Um, and the movie looks like a movie, right? Not like yeah. a yeah. not like a superhero movie. It looks like a fucking Matt Reeves noir film. Yeah, it does. And the fucking God, man, it's I know everybody's always like, oh, the DC universe is so dark and gritty, but like this looks fucking dark, right? Mm -hmm. And all the yeah. things like Batman getting shot and he's still fucking fighting. And I don't know, man. And Paul Dano's fucking voice. Yeah, Bear, get out of here. Yeah. That's Taylor's cameo, dog. Cameo by Bear. Nice. Um, yeah, I it uh I want to say I had high expectations and it exceeded my expectations. Yeah, Lauren. Um, yeah, I don't know if I necessarily had high expectations or if it exceeded my expectations, but, um, I, I agree, I think, with pretty much what you said as far as, like, it looks, to me, it looks visually cool, um, and it does look more like a detective noir as opposed to, like, flashy, punchy superhero movie, which I am intrigued about, um, and just the the wealth of villains in this movie, I hope works out well. Like it looks, they look great so far. So I yeah. hope that they can pull off having all of them in it. So. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So, I mean. Mr. Batman expert over here. I don't think so. it's any secret that Batman's my favorite superhero yeah. of all time and top three favorite characters of all time in general. And uh, yeah, I mean, needless to say, like we've, you know, covered a lot of the, build up to this movie, the casting, all that stuff. And um, even after my lofty expectations from that trailer that we got from the film last year at DC Fandom, which I believe we did an episode on as well. So go check that out. We did, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. 
I was just absolutely blown away uh, yeah, by just buddy. about everything in this film. I think the score uh, is one of the first times I believe we've gotten a real look at that score, a real listen to that score, I guess, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, incredible. You know, Michael Giacchino, like a classic dude. The he's he's the new goat after he's the baby goat <laughs> after John Williams, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> you know, um, but that the 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 photography, you know, the pacing of everything, like the I love the fact that we didn't even see Paul Dano in yeah. the trailer, and yeah, like you right? know that's good. I, I have a feeling that he's going to be the movie's secret weapon. Um, that final shot. My God, talk about a shot for the ages. The like, upside mm-hmm. down shot of him it's, walking out of fire, dude. And then the, how it spins around, and it's just instantly, instantly iconic, in my opinion. Hey, movie yeah. pass. Um, <laughs> Joel's fuck? showing us his movie Sorry, pass. Sorry, guys, I found, my, card I found right now. my movie pass card. Yeah, so instantly iconic. And um, yeah, I mean, it's I'm hyped. It's I can't believe it's only four or five months away at this point. So. Seems like the movie's yeah. done too, which is which is cool. Um, so yeah, I really, I really like um, what's his fucking face. I really like Colin Farrell's look in this oh dude. Yeah, it's, it's it's insane. It's gonna be. I think it's good. It's gonna be a phenomenal performance. Yeah. Um, I will say the only huge flop ho from this trailer. The only excuse faux me what? Faux pas, faux pas, dude. The only faux pas from this movie is, uh, dude, species. Uh, <laughs> the only big faux pas of this movie is um, when he's interviewing who I who who are led to believe is Paul Dano in the jail cell, mm-hmm. and like he says something to him and he like hits the screen, he goes, and it's yeah. just like completely unintelligible, and you're like, what? Yeah, I watched it like. Yeah. I watched it 12 times. I still have no idea what he says. Oh my gosh. Uh, I still have no idea what he says. It's a tribute to Batman, Phil's uh, <laughs> Batman voice. But he literally, it's like, it's like, why would you put that shot in the trailer? It is unintelligible. I'm yeah. sure there are so many cooler things that you have to show us, but you showed us him punching a, a fucking window and him like, sounds like the new title for Ant-Man, by the way. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, um, or I should say the new logo for for, for Ant-Man. Yes, but uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, yeah. For our listeners, there was a a a set chair, right? Uh, like a director's chair, if you will. It said Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then underneath it looked like a uh, like a Slipknot fucking logo, <laughs> like, like or a like circular Gallifreyan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, exactly. It was fucking weird. Yeah, super weird. But, but apparently, um, it says Quantum Mania. Yeah, I'm sure. Somehow. I'm sure it does. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, I mean, look, I, I think it's no secret that this is, uh, probably going to end up being an incredible film and it's really just a matter of how good will it be? Yeah. Will it be an all time great <laughs> or will it be just like as good as one of the Nolan movies, which are mm. pretty all time great. You know what I mean? Um, so that for me is really the question moving forward. Will it be the best movie ever made or only kind of the best movie ever made? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I want to, you know what, I would love to go back and listen to our thoughts on the cast of our pats, uh, the casting of our pats uh, mm-hmm. from the beginning. I'm sure yeah. we said something nonpartisan, like, I don't know, we'll wait and see what, it, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm sure we weren't too 
one way or the other, but it's shaping out to be a uh, pretty fucking good choice, I would say. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. you guys agree. But... I think we were optimistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if I remember correctly, I think my big sentiment was like, this is one of the greatest actors of our generation. And he's been putting in solid, like, solid indie performances for like five to 10 years now, you know, and the whole Twilight yeah. shtick is finally rubbed off. So, I mean, it's pretty much. Uh, what we've seen so far is like what I expected from him. Yeah. Um, and there have been some proud of him and fucking, yeah, yeah, you know, proud of him. And it, uh, it looks like it's going to be great. And I, I'll say it again, dude. I love the bat voice. You know, I just, I fucking love it. I'm vengeance. (laughs) Oh, we get to see, uh, Oh, I think we saw, did the first trailer show us Andy circus or is this the first time Mm. we got to like see him as Alfred? I can't remember. Honestly, I think this is the first time. Dude, because it looks like an Alfred who fucks, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's got scars on his face. Like, and he's he's just interesting. He's like, I don't know. He's a handsome looking dude in that fucking suit. He's like, yeah. I don't know why I'm your butler, but I could be a fucking male gigolo or a fucking famous movie actor or some shit. Yeah, totally. Damn, damn, Alfred. Totally. Speaking of male gigolos, we also got to give a shout out to uh, Jeffrey Red's mustache because it's fucking epic. Yeah. Speaking it's of good mustaches, dude. <laughs> right here for my Ted Lasso costume this week. Yeah. I know the stash is back. Yeah. It's been a minute. Seriously. Yeah. Um, so anything else we want to say on the Batman trailer? I'm good. No, I don't know. Excited. I liked um I don't know. I liked a lot of the things where like I just I would say aside from the final shot, like the upside down one of him coming out of the fire, uh, the shot where it's in the pitch black hallway and the only light you get is from the muzzle flashes yeah. of them shooting yeah. that man, but he's like bulletproof yeah and you see him taking them down as they're shooting mm-hmm. i think that's gonna be an icon i mean like that's that's iconic dude that's yeah. fucking so cool yeah, yeah. I, I guarantee you that's gonna be a one or two and if it isn't i'm gonna fucking oh, yeah. riot no <laughs> <laughs> it will be for sure yeah. yeah uh yeah not much else to say i think uh colin farrell's um i keep saying not much to say and then i keep talking um, <laughs> I think Colin Farrell's performance is going to surprise a lot of people, too. That's just mm-hmm. like the small clip we got of him in the car. And he was oh, all yeah. maniacal, like, I got you. Like, I think he's going to be fucking great. Yeah, in movie, he's going to be definitely an arrival, uh, Danny DeVito, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I will One say that hope. we know that what the lock for makeup is going to be, you know, next year's Oscars. So, oh, yeah. Oh, my question. God, right? That's yeah. fucking, yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah. what's next? Well, um, we also got a couple non-DC trailers that came out. What? Uh, one being Lightyear, the yep. new Pixar movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is, uh, you know, the origin story of Buzz Lightyear, uh, mm-hmm. or the man, like the real life Buzz Lightyear, not the toy, um, voiced by Chris Evans. The fake mm-hmm. real life. Buzz <laughs> yeah. <Lightyear. laughs> exactly. Yep. Um. So I don't feel like we get too much in the trailer as far as what the story is going to be about. Um, we literally only get one word from Chris Evans also. <laughs> is um, that word, what the shit? No, it's as not. As one like smushed word? No. What the shit? No. What is it? It's and. That's fucking stupid i didn't watch this well, trailer, no it's so so the way it ends is he's talking to another um astronaut and she goes and they're like gonna like f- 
fist bump or something along those lines. And she goes, to infinity. Oh, my God. And then yeah. he just goes, and, and it cuts off. I, okay. yeah. I kind of like so, that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm intrigued. I, do we need this movie? I don't know. Mm. Um, but I am excited to see what they do with this and also how Chris Evans does doing voiceover. Like, yeah. 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 It'd be totally. interesting. So. Absolutely. I'll say we need this trailer more than the fucking, uh, or we need this movie more than the fucking next movie we're going to be talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that. Totally. Totally. I will say that the trailer, you know, the animation is, is just stunning. Every oh, shot yeah. in the trailer is just absolutely gorgeous. And like, Every movie Pixar is always, you know, stepping up the quality of their work and, you know, totally. making new technological innovations. But from a storytelling perspective, I think what's most interesting is that we really haven't seen a movie like this before because, you know, kind of like you hinted at, it's like the idea of like this is the movie that Andy saw in the 90s that made him want to buy the Buzz Lightyear toy that we know, you know, as mm. Buzz. And so, like, thinking back, I don't know if there's that's ever been done before. So, you know, I uh, it's an interesting kind of storytelling risk in that way, and uh, yeah, you know, like see how it plays out for him, Cotton, sort of, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, look, if it's a Toy Story movie, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, so that's a solid recommendation from Pop Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Toy Story, I'm in. That'll yeah. be what Joel gets quoted on a DVD cover for. Yeah, God yeah. damn it, Taylor gets to be on Endgame, <laughs> and I'm gonna be on fucking Lightyear saying like, "It's Toy Story." It's a Toy Story movie. <laughs> <laughs> the dumb Funny. picture of my mustache, like thumbs up. <laughs> it's Toy Story. Great. Um. Okay. Well, speaking of uh, the movie that we don't need. Um, <sighs> this Uncharted trailer yeah. dropped. Bad. Finally. Bad. Speaking of a movie that was in, <laughs> yes, bad. Speaking of a movie that was in development hell for so fucking long, yeah. dude. Uh, yeah. This movie was supposed to be David O. Russell, mm. right? Mark Wahlberg was originally going to be fucking Nathan Drake, wasn't he? So, or, yeah. or, or, or I don't oh, know. Wow. He was going to be in the movie because it was David O. Russell and they, you know, they worked together. Um, but now, because Tom Holland is hot shit and Mark Wahlberg is, you know, like... Too old. Medium warm shit. <laughs> uh, now, all of a sudden, Spider-Man is Nathan Drake, even though he's, like, I would say 10 years too young. Like, there's yeah. a shot of him being a bartender as his job, and I'm just like, <laughs> I don't buy that. He looks well, like he's in high school. Yeah. And they do make a joke about that. So they're yes, at least but, self-aware on it, but... That doesn't make it look I it doesn't justify it. No, <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. I just I had that thought in my brain, and then they immediately made a joke about it. So yeah. I gotta say, I have never played Uncharted. I'm not super familiar with the property. Like I know the basic gist of it. Of is it's kind of like a Indiana Jones Tomb Raider type yeah. scenario. Um, but I have to agree. I just like I don't think I love Tom. I don't think he's the right casting. Just based on like looks and personality alone like he's yeah. not gruff enough to be thank this you. kind of explorer yeah. thank you charming um, yes gruff not even a little bit. yeah 100%. and like and also just like even putting the source material aside and just looking at the trailer because that's how i saw it yeah i did the movie doesn't look intriguing anyway like yeah. i'm not like oh i want to yeah. see this movie regardless i'm like that movie looks like 
12,000 other movies that already exist and it doesn't. Why do we have this? Yeah. Yep. So the well, my my one like uh, word review of this trailer, if you will, is I'd rather bad. go play the video game. Uh, because, you know, that's the thing, though, is you have to remember is Uncharted was really unprecedented, especially the first game in terms of providing like a cinematic experience. Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? That most games weren't doing. And what ended up happening is that became so influential that you started seeing movies replicating that formula. And it's almost mm. like an Ouroboros, you know what I mean? Where it's like it, the fact that we'll talk about this later, the fact that Dune a... The fact that Dune comes out now and we've seen so many other things that have been inspired and in some cases straight up taken aspects mm. of that story and used in things like Star Wars and yeah. so on and so forth. You know what I mean? So um, it just feels like it's a little bit too late as well as the uh, the casting, which I think you I totally agree. hit the nail right on the head uh, of that, Lauren. So I think saying yeah. it's too late is a really good yeah. fucking like this movie. Look, and I know this is fucking pure fan boner, but I'm going to say it anyway because it's fucking just <laughs> true. This yeah. movie should have been made 12 years ago with Nathan Fillion. Yep. End of story. Yep. Like, yeah. there's no reason it shouldn't have been. Yeah. And it just was not. Yep. And I and I will never fucking get over it. Yeah. Uh, no, at least we got the short the fan film or whatever that, it was. Dude, that fan it, film so. is going to be better than this fucking movie. Yeah. And it's like, it, it the, the fact that they put one of the most, one of the most insane like story uh what are they like cutscenes from the game in the trailer is like <laughs> there's nothing yeah. like it, it's not gonna get better than that so you've just seen the coolest part of the movie you don't need to go yeah. watch the movie yeah like the totally. scene of him falling out of the fucking plane and like catching onto the cargo nets like that's one of the coolest things that has ever happened in the game and like you're not gonna be able to top that you just aren't yeah again uh, i'd rather go play it because then i feel like i'm at least part of that story as opposed to watching someone else go through it so 100 yeah, percent. that makes sense well on fun, other hang on quick oh. quick quick add on to that fun fact uh for my 30th birthday party i played uh, a game with all of my friends called the joel trivia yeah. and uh taylor won the game with the question what is my favorite action adventure video game series of all time yeah. and taylor the answer was uncharted uncharted yeah he's sitting there and nice. i see him go like i don't know He's like thinking about it. And I was like, come on, man. It's an easy. It's like there's well, only one. I was thinking <laughs> a little bit like Left for Dead or there's a couple. There were a couple options. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It was a lucky secured, guess. Secured the fake paper trophy, dude. Yeah. Which I still proudly display. <laughs> Hells yeah. <laughs> uh, what's next? Um. Well, speaking of Tom Holland. Ooh. We got some Spider-Man. potential <laughs> Spider-Man uh stuff coming out joel you want to talk yes. about that there's supposedly a, uh, a second trailer supposed to come out very soon like um, tomorrow yeah i'm hearing today or tomorrow but it's kind of yeah. late for today so probably tomorrow um uh, but we got uh empire magazine i think it was released like a little like uh feature with some new photos and uh i don't know i didn't read it so i'm sure they talked something about <laughs> the movie but i saw the pictures and it's uh, a pretty sick shot of uh, it's Alfred Molina again reprising his role as Doc Ock, mm-hmm. holding Spider-Man by the head. You know the classic Doc Ock move, arms mm-hmm. wrapped around him. And then there's another one where Spider-Man's like running away, and Doc Ock looks like he's about to grab a car to throw at him. Right? Yeah. They're really pushing this bridge fight on mm-hmm. us, and I don't yeah. know why <laughs> they could be showing us a lot of things but this is what they're showing us i think this is going to be the moment where toby and andrew show up 
But I I thought that as well, but I sent you guys an Instagram the other day where it looks to be a movie screen, like some kind of test showing or test footage. Mm -hmm. I said said it could be fake, but it looks pretty fucking real. Yeah. And it's Doctor Strange walking through a sling ring with Toby and Andrew in their Spider-Man costumes. Mm -hmm. Um, And that to me would be like a big reveal for their like first entrance, right? Mm Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. This could just be Peter's first interaction with a multiversal villain. I think yeah. that's part of it. Uh, yeah. but I've, I'm, I'm also hearing, and by hearing, I mean reading, um, that the Doc Ock arms are practical. Did you guys that's oh, that's they, cool. They don't, they don't look practical. Also, they released the steel too. on, for, it was from the Empire article where it looks like the Doc Ock arms are like Stark tech. Like they're, they look like Iron Man. Right. It looks mm-hmm. like there's yeah. some nanotech in there. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Obviously the ones where he's going to be throwing things aren't practical because that's, that has to be CGI. <laughs> but yeah. like th- there's a couple shots where they're like, ju- he's just like standing and they're on him and they yeah. look pretty real. And that's, I think that's cool if you can make yeah. that. Yeah, you, totally. If you can make it work. Uh, yeah, I, th- I definitely think just thinking about what we saw in the previous trailer as well is uh, we did see the goblin bomb, like what looked like yeah. on yeah. the freeway as well, kind of the same setting. So it's like, right. you know, maybe Doc Ock shows up and then, you know, Green Goblin shows up. So it's like it could very well be uh, something that they're going to tease like in a later trailer with all the villains. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, the intro which, to the Sinister Six. Yeah, well, they're going to outright yeah, show because they've sense. kind of like teased that. But uh but yeah, like I, I would say that my one complaint with all this stuff is that the images they released are like so boring. You know what I mean? In terms of visual, like it's literally just concrete and sky and like two characters. Like yeah. that's and oh, that's sure. been a common complaint of like, you know, the Marvel stuff where it's like the this uh, a great example is like the airport fight where it's like this kind of bland, oh, yeah. boring kind of location you know which they've mended you know like the wakanda you know and in, uh, infinity war the battle for wakanda is, is a really great example of that but um yeah i just it just for a movie so large and so encompassing in terms of bringing back all these characters and stuff it's just like i kind of wish there was more oomph to it you know especially after the sure, trailer yeah. like the batman which uses light and shadow and color and all these different things to tell the story it's like when i see this i'm just like you know like it's it's cool like i can't wait to see it in action but i'm like you're not especially with stuff like the matrix 4 coming out like all these the dune all these visually stunning movies and then when you compare it to that it's kind of like "Mm." but you know that's more of a nitpick than anything else because if the story's good then like that's what really matters so yeah yeah and i guess we're still uh i don't know i was always a strong proponent proponent of like it's I think it's too soon to bring in like a multiverse type story where, you know, all three Peters meet. It's like yeah. there was a fucking trajectory of I don't know. We'll see if it if they can stick the landing. It very well could be the best Spider-Man movie ever made. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, that's a big if. Yeah, that's a big, <laughs> a big if. Fucking if. We yeah. all know the original Spider-Man three. Too many doesn't exist. One movie. Uh, no, also that. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> Too many villains in one movie, so they didn't. So they never made it. Uh, was the that was uh, the saying, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though this uh, movie apparently will acknowledge Spider-Man three, so Joel, that's you know, it's canon now. I don't. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't follow. 
<laughs> Who's this Thomas Hayden Church guy? I've never Sandman seen him is in a, a brand Sandman new movie. Villain. He's a. Yeah. Uh... Oh no, Sandman's in the other movie we're gonna talk about later. I. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, I was so. gonna say. Never mind. Never mind. That could be <laughs> something that could be misconstrued. So I'm not going to say it. Uh, moving on. What's next? Okay. Um, well, speaking of Marvel, we got some casting announcements in the last couple weeks, I guess. Indeed. Oh, yeah. Um, the first one being Will Poulter as Adam Warlock, finally, in Guardians 3. Yeah. Very interesting. Good Very casting. interesting. Good casting. Live action Sid from Toy Story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He comes Adam Warlock. Although, yeah. freaking Will Poulter's jacked now like yeah, he there's is. like new pictures of him and you're like what the shit yeah and he then, looks um, like a completely different person yeah and dope sick i think it is and they that just, marvel yeah. money baby yeah it's uh it's pretty crazy yeah and then we also bill murray is claiming to be in quantum mania i mean look let's 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 face it if you're gonna cast bill murray in any Marvel movie. You're gonna do it in an Ant Man movie. Yeah. Um yeah. the question is like comedic, yeah. how how big of a role will he have? Is this just a and little who? cameo? Yeah. Or is this yeah. something more significant, you know? Bro, he's gonna yeah. play a Kang variant. I would oh love God. Bill Murray. That would be just, amazing. That would be amazing. I would love Bill Murray to also just play an ant in the movie. Um, <laughs> like voice an ant, you know? Like that would be that would be great. That would be pretty good. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say for Bill Murray to just play Bill Murray in the movie. I mean, that would be um. <laughs> great as well. That would, I mean, like in like in zombie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Duh. He already did that. That wouldn't be as fun then. Well, right, kinda, the, no, I like I, I like the ant idea better. He did it again in Zombieland too. So yeah, I know. Never say never. But that's the same franchise, yeah, you know. Like, exactly. uh, wait. With but then would that make Zombieland? Yes. Marvel canon, yes, if would. that were to be the Ooh. case. Okay, cool. Um, so then we'd get a zombie cap, zombie land crossover. Oh, yes. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> okay, enough. Um, so I'm yeah. enjoying the Will Poulter casting, honestly. Um, yeah. It, yeah, I think it's an interesting choice, yeah. yes. which is sometimes more important than like, Let's just cast a hot buff dude, right? Yeah. Like, no, let's go with like an interesting choice that's gonna add depth to the movie and yeah. the story. Um, and I, you know, I know James Gunn is a fucking wild animal, and he does whatever the fuck he wants. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, I trust him to an extent. So yeah, I think it. Uh, I think it'll. I think it'll be okay. Yeah, totally. And yeah. and let's let's be honest. Like, if you doubt James Gunn's casting abilities at this point, like, don't get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> just don't. Um, speaking of casting news, we got some other kind of heavy hitters Whoa, coming more? to some big things. Hey. Um, we've got a one, Mister Brendan Fraser Ooh. in oh. Batgirl. Oh. The Fraser sans continues, baby. Yeah, I love it. I love Here's it. What I got to say about that. Ah, cheers to you, Brennan Fraser. Yeah, I mean, come on, like, <laughs> let's talk about a true, like, uh, a happy story, you know, in terms of Brandon Fraser's career and yeah, where, you know, the, the, making the, a comeback, the depths he's been to, so to speak, and you know, yeah. he went through a lot of difficult times as a person, and you know, became very insecure, and you know, basically felt like he wasn't loved, and 
for me, it just makes me so happy that so many people love him and his work yeah. because he was seminal in my childhood, especially with movies oh, like yeah. The oh, yeah. Mummy and even lesser known stuff like Bedazzled, which I don't and know if George you guys have of the ever Jungle. Seen. George yes, of the Jungle. I love Bedazzled. Like Encino Man. Uh, you yeah. Know, like there's a bunch of great stuff. So, um, so yeah, that makes me happy. I would yeah. Rather, I would rather have him in the end. <laughs> Um, I'm talking. To, I'm talking to Ant Man speak over here. <laughs> talking quantum. Um, I would rather have him in the MCU, but I'm happy for him either way. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Good to have him. Yep. You know, doing more. Yeah. Um, and then f- finally, for casting news, what I find to be probably the most surprising of all is Hayden Christensen oh, coming yeah. back mm. to the Star Wars universe in the Ahsoka show. Yeah. Talk about a yeah. dude who's getting his fucking career back. Yeah. I mean, Maybe. He's going to be in Obi-Wan and he's going to be in Ahsoka. Dude. That's, that's two the, huge fucking shows. That's the same role, though. It's not like yeah, it's not like Brandon paid. Frazier where he's like doing a superhero movie and he's doing a, a movie with Scorsese and he's doing Doom Patrol. Like, for me, that's the difference. But uh, yeah. nevertheless, like, still down. So. Yeah, it's not on par with Brandon Frazier. But yeah, no. I'm sure that he's yeah. been like upset that he's fucking. I mean, I don't know what the last fucking thing he was in. Yeah. I'm sure he's just happy to be fucking working again. Yeah. Yep. Well, we shall see. We shall see. Indeed. But that's tight. I know a lot of people are like, well, how are you going to do an Ahsoka show without fucking, you know, without Anakin Skywalker? Because that's a big part of their relationship in the Clone Wars or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, kind of the same thing. Like, how are you going to do an Obi-Wan show without, like, what happens after he fucking chops his legs off at the fucking, you know, on Mustafar? Yeah. Um, and the answer is, you're not going to do it without him. He's in both of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fucking there you surprise. Go. That's true. Love it. And I'm fucking here for it. Rue dies, motherfucker. <laughs> Some fries, motherfucker. Yeah, well, speaking of surprises, um, I think one of the most surprising uh, green lights, <laughs> maybe of oh, all time, is uh, we also found out that uh, Mel Brooks is coming back with History of the World. Part two nice. has a series at the nice. ripe old age of what is he? Isn't he? Is he a hundred uh, yet? No, but he's, I think like he's, he's 90, like 98. Something. I want to say something like that. But yeah. He's getting up there, which it's like, dude, more power to you. If you can come back and make a movie at that age. That's yeah. Old, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's going to be a series. I think it's going to be a limited series oh, or okay, a mini series yeah, or something. But um, yeah, he's actually, he is, what year is it? He Wait, is ninety five. Right He's ninety five. That's old. Um, yeah. but yeah, I don't know that we know much more about it as far as who's going to be in it or what parts of history they're going to cover. But the history of the world part one is is one of my favorite Mel Brooks movies. Um, so I'm excited for this one. Yeah, absolutely. How about you guys? I'm excited for literally anything that man puts yeah. his hands on. So Pretty well, much. yeah, Pretty that much. too. Yeah. You know it's going to be good commentary and comedy at the same time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It'll be interesting to see like how far back into history it goes, and then how modern into history it goes too. Mm-hmm. To see what yeah. he what he I'm covers more, with that. I'm more curious about his take on the modern stuff. Mm-hmm. I think oh, that's yeah. a part of the reason why he would want to make something like this. Well, for I sure. yeah. I agree. I anticipate that's probably what it's going to be. But since history of the world 
didn't go too terribly modern. There's still yeah. a lot to cover yeah. where fair. part one left off. Um, but that's basically it on the news front. Um, Speaking there's of sequels more... that got greenlit. Oh, what? Dune 2 got greenlit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that too. True. That's we're talking about Dune today. Yeah. That that as well. Um, but there was one more thing that we wanted to just briefly touch upon because we didn't feel like we could do a pop culture podcast without talking about it. Um, and that is this uh, unfortunate, unfortunate incident that happened on the set of Rust. Mm. Yep. So yeah. do you guys... Does anybody else want to go first on this? I'll jump in first. Look, all I have to say is when I first heard about this, um, you know, I check the trades pretty regularly. So, like, as soon as this broke, you know, I was kind of reading about it very quickly thereafter. And when we first learned about what happened, we didn't really know anything. We just know that there was an accident and some people had been hurt. And uh, and as we started to learn more, uh, it started to become very clear that something very, very bad had happened. And Mm -hmm. in a nutshell, and, you know, we don't want to go too much into the details and stuff like that, but in a nutshell, uh, Alec Baldwin fired a prop firearm, was rehearsing a you know, scene and basically pointing the gun at camera, towards camera, and somehow a bullet got put in there and got fired and killed the cinematographer and injured the director who were standing right there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as soon as I heard this news, me personally, like I know we've all been on set, we all have experience in the industry. This hit me really, really, really hard. You know what I mean? It was one of those things yeah. where I was sick to my stomach for Yeah almost a day and a half after hearing about this where, you know, for me, it was that sentiment of that could have easily been any one of us, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. In that situation. And we've all been in, um, I'm sure situations that are where safety is not the number one priority, you know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, which is part of the reason why the whole strike is happening, which we talked about in a previous episode. And, um, and yeah, so it's just, my heart goes out, you know, to her, uh, and her family and, and, all the people that this traumatized, you know, not even the people mm-hmm. directly involved, but all the people on the set. And yeah, it's just r- really tragic. And I hope that we can um, that we can learn from it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, anyone who has worked with me on anything that involves any sort of weapons knows how adamant I am about the safety um, when it comes to whether it's a prop sword, whether we're using a fry, like fake rubber frying pan, whether it's a gun, like whatever it is, even just as an actor on set, I am so adamant for proper safety protocols. Mm -hmm. And I try to get, make sure I am as educated as I can be in order to advocate for myself and everyone else, just because I never want to find myself in a situation like being on a set where something like this happens. But I have been on a set where I was handed a rifle, a full-on military rifle, without being told what to do with it. Yeah. And yeah. the and and then then the the stunt director was nowhere to be found mm-hmm. <laughs> the whole time. So mm-hmm. I was like, thank goodness I have some sort of training so that I can use my common knowledge, like common yeah. sense in regards to that. But I, in my program this year, I was in, in a master's program. I had to yell at another student who is a grown woman to stop playing with the prop guns between rehearsal 
and pointing them in people's faces. She was literally pointing them at people, pretending like she's good looking. And she was like, "Well, they they're not real. They're my props, and they're not real." And I said, "It doesn't matter." She's like, "Well, they can't even be loaded." And I said, "It doesn't matter. (laughs) No one has gone over the safety with you on this." Wow. And I don't care if it's a fucking Nerf gun. You don't point it in someone's face. Yeah, totally. That's just not how how practice goes, you know. So the fact that it, it, all I can say is, you know, there's so many sides to the story, obviously. Mm -hmm. And when you're on a set, especially a set that sounds like it was kind of as chaotic as it was that day, um, you know, things can get forgotten. Things can get messed up, whatever. Mm -hmm. All I say, personally, my advice is no matter who you are, on a set if there is a weapon involved especially a gun mm-hmm. protect yourself yep. you know if you haven't seen that the armorer has shown how this works say something yep if someone brings out a gun that you didn't know was going to be involved say something make sure they do it because that's something else that had to ha- i had to do it in school we had a teacher bring out a fake gun for a project that we didn't necessarily need a gun for and she just brought it into the room and we had to be like excuse me first of all you should have talked to this actor who's going to handle it by himself before putting him on the spot in front of everybody and number two you need to show everybody in this room right now that that is empty yep Yep. you know and anyone who wants to be able to take a look at the thing before can exactly and that's the 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 thing that i've always done and experienced and you know even on uh, my senior thesis where we had like a fake revolver, but it, you know, it was basically a prop weapon, but it looked real and yeah. everyone would still inspect it just to be yeah. sure, just because you never know. And, you know, multiple hands and what we call on set, the chain of custody, you know exactly. what I mean? Stuff like that. So yeah. exactly. And we ended up for my final show, we ended up cutting the guns that we were going to have that we weren't even going to draw. We were just going to have them on our person, yeah. but we ended up cutting them because no that, yeah. there's, you know, it's it, there's so many safety protocols that need to go in place to do to to have those out and yeah. I, I just I'm, I'm sure you can hear it in my voice but like yeah. I, literally I I'm sure people I know people have thought I'm crazy or a bitch or whatever for being as insistent as I am but this is why yeah totally. because I've grown up with stories of this happening and unfortunately it's still fucking happening in yep. 2021 yep. so. It's well, yeah. I, it's unfathomable to me that it that it still happened. Absolutely, and, and, and so unfortunate. Yeah, and it just obviously the details that we know now of how everything went down. Like this is wholly yeah. on the producers, and this is where it gets tricky because you know, again, I don't want to go too long on this, but you know, yeah. everybody's coming down on Alec Baldwin. You know, as like you're the one who did this, blah blah blah, blah. You know, and it's like from an actor's perspective, like 100 percent not his fault. You know what I mean? In terms nope. of like. <sighs> safety and the the first ad apparently didn't check the firearm before he handed it to baldwin well, and stuff but like that this is where i'm saying it does still fall on him at a certain point because uh, but as a producer as well a even producer, as an actor you know, taylor yeah. even as oh, an yeah, actor yeah, yeah. yeah totally. if someone hands you a gun yeah. you say great show me that it's empty yeah which yeah. clearly he didn't totally and but and, it doesn't need to be empty it could be loaded with blanks the yeah. point is that the AD shouldn't be a gun at all. An yeah. armor exactly. hands you a gun or nobody hands you a gun. Yeah, exactly. Totally. And there were protocols that were broken for sure. But, you know, I don't exactly. think it's Alex Baldwin's fault because... I don't was... think it's entirely his fault, no. but I also don't think no. he's entirely 
not to blame. Exactly. And that's that's because the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. Things didn't happen the way they're supposed to. Yep. And he, as a producer and as the person holding the weapon, didn't speak up. And he hired all the people that fucked up. So. Uh, I don't know that that's true. Well, I mean, as a producer on the film, you're the person hiring the crew. But there's you know? five. But there's five producers. I know, he, but he was on. You think the lead actor hired like the I'm armor? Sure, I'm sure. I'm sure he. I'm sure he had involvement in it. Apparently, Baldwin was just not a name on this. He was actively producing the project. Uh, he even went to Cannes to sell the project himself. So, like, he was very involved in this. So, okay. again, we. It, I'm not trying I've to split hairs it. here. I'm just so saying, like, I've there's... seen a call sheet and like there are. There's like a there's a UPM and a line producer mm -hmm. and his name's, you know, yeah. not quite there. It's there are there are plenty of people, I think, who are more at fault than uh, oh, he. Absolutely. Oh, sure. At the end sure. of the day, the buck stops with stops with him and the six other people or whatever that were producers on this project. So. But anyway, I, I don't know if anyone else has anything to say on that. It's fucked um, up. I worked with Helena yeah. a couple times. Yeah. Um, and I want to see someone go to jail. Um, yeah. but the, but the, I think that's maybe where our opinions differ. I don't, uh, I don't really think, I, I really don't think that Alec Baldwin should go to jail. I think, no, no. um, I, I the don't AD or the armorer or whoever totally. took the gun shooting totally. the day prior. Um, yeah. yeah. Why are you taking a, a, a gun that's supposed to be in the movie to the shooting range? Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't make, yeah. go, 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 go use a different fucking gun. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Uh, yeah, I, I I also don't think that, you know, if someone were to go to jail, I don't think it would be Alec. No, I'm I, just saying yeah. that as the person wielding the weapon, you also hold a responsibility Yeah. to make sure totally. that protocol is followed. Yeah, absolutely. So, so anyway, yes, I, I, I hope that some justice is served yeah. in this. And I hope that um, people really reevaluate things when they're making projects that involve <laughs> weapons that go off you know yeah 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 totally uh well i guess to make things less dour speaking always... of things with lots of weapons in them <laughs> and things that are have dour. A bunch of people dying yeah <laughs> dune everybody <laughs> dune dune man um this movie uh i was um Pretty hype for this movie. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, Denny Villanueva Uba 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 Ubu. Still don't know how to say his name, and I never will. Um, I think it's Villanue. That's how you pronounce it. I think yeah, something not, like that. Yeah. Um, the big fan. Um, I know Lauren and I have, I think, different opinions on this movie. Mm -hmm. But uh, before we get into the awu abu awu boo of it. Uh, <laughs> I think some of these visuals, man, are on par with like 2001 A Space Odyssey, dude. There were some shots, and I, look, big fan of film, of cinema, yeah. right? Uh, there are a few times I'm sitting in a theater and I find myself <clears throat> jaw-dropping and going like, oh, holy shit. And uh have been multiple times during this movie. Mm. Um, the use of fucking IMAX is so fucking good um yeah. the 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 wide shots of this movie oh un, unparalleled yeah. to many other films in the, the history uh of movies uh yeah. i think timothy chalamet is a shit actor uh yeah. 
uh, I get that he's in the movie because he's hot right now. Uh, I never. I that Chalamet is so hot right now. Put the ladies' butts in seats to see the movie. I get it. He looks like he's hot. twelve. Yeah. Dude, and some fucking twelve-year-old ladies like that. Uh, <laughs> I don't think twelve-year-olds are going to see Dune. Ah, when I was in, you know, twelve-year-old I mean, girls. You just go see the movie that's out that you, the, yeah. the popular I mean, movie this, that's out that weekend. I don't think twelve-year-old girls are going to see Dune. Uh, yeah. Zendaya's in it, although mm-hmm. is she? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, totally. Anyway, uh, I think they could have cast a equally as famous hot person who who could act fucking better yep. um jason momoa surprised me in this movie i really enjoyed his performance mm-hmm. he kind of you know i don't dislike him but it for me it's always like oh yeah great he's aquaman he's my dude. dude yeah yeah but uh man i think he i think he had a solid role in this movie and i think he he did a really good job totally and i enjoyed most of the i mean honestly most of the other performances in this except for fucking Timothy. Shamalama ding dong. Yeah. Uh, I will say I didn't feel ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, boo about it. So, <laughs> well, you got to save that for Ant Man. So, yeah. What about you guys? Lauren, Wait, it makes me you... feel less excited for the French dispatch now, knowing that Timothy Chalamet is yeah. also the lead in that. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go first, Lauren? Or. Um, sure. I mean, I will say yes, I agree. The visuals were lovely. Um, I, (laughs) I did feel like there was so many, so many very long establishing shots. Um, I I felt like it was about an hour and 45 minutes of a long establishing shots of sand and about 45 minutes of anything else. Ever seen Lawrence of Um, Arabia? Ooh. <laughs> I was like, I get it. There's sand. <laughs> yeah. It gets everywhere. Um, it gets everywhere. <laughs> yeah. and there's worms in it. I got yeah. it, guys. I don't. Okay. They uh, should have cast Hayden Christensen in this movie. I know. They really should have. <laughs> um, but uh, I think, yeah, I think most of the performances were, were fine aside from Timothy. Um, I just, I got to say, you guys, I just found it to be really boring. Oh, man. I think that's fair. Like, I think that's um, a fair assessment. Did you see it in a theater or did you watch I it? I did. On? Okay. I did. Okay. I fair saw enough. it in a theater. Fair enough. Um, and I'm, for that reason, I'm glad I did because if I was watching it at home, I definitely wouldn't have, I would have tuned out. You would have fallen asleep. Um, yeah. Which is I definitely just, something that didn't happen to me. Yeah. Man, that's really? wild to me because the movie's <laughs> almost three hours long and it flew, but I didn't feel like it was that long. Yeah, I, no. yeah. I was like, they, Engrossed uh, until the credits rolled, and I was like, "Wait, that's the end of the movie? What the fuck?" Yeah. I also, I also feel like they um, just did a bunch of stunt casting, and then severely underutilized some of the best performers they had in that I, cast. I could, I could um, see that, which is really unfortunate. I could see that. So, although I will, say, I think the rebuttal to that is that those characters are going to get more. Um, in, uh, not one in particular. We'll talk about that um, yeah. because I think. You, I think I know who you're talking about, and there's actually some interesting stuff there. Um, okay. Yeah. Spoilers. But, let's go. No. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's fair to say that you know, uh, like, I mean, do you have anything else, Lauren? Sorry, I didn't. Um. No. I mean, I have. I have a my version of a recap of it, but I don't know if it's uh, um too spoilery. <laughs> definitely. Well, yeah. We should wait till spoilers. You know, I will say one of the things right off the bat is that 
this movie was marketed as Dune, and then you watch mm-hmm. the movie, and the title is Dune Part One, and it's like, yeah. well, I get why you were hiding that because you could have tanked the movie before it even, you know, got to take the universe got to take off. But um, yeah, yeah, it was just it was one of those things. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, this was what I was fearing this movie might be, which is, um, all right, let's just jump in the spoilers. Uh, yeah. If you guys haven't seen the movie. Tune out now, I guess, and come back after you have. It's half a movie. It's not a complete story, right? That 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 yeah. was when I saw that I was like, oh god, like it's I really a movie and it's three hours long. I really hope yeah. that they can tell a complete story, and and I think, I mean, I agree with you guys on pretty much everything you've said. You know, uh, the, the visuals are incredible. I mean, obviously the effects, like one of the best ever blends of practical and visual effects we've ever seen. Design is incredible. Sound is incredible. Most of the cast is incredible. Um, and as you said, Lauren, sort of uh, some of which is underutilized. Mm-hmm. Definitely agree with with Chalamet, which we can get into. Um, yeah, and I think that's honestly my biggest takeaway or biggest gripe with the movie is I pretty much loved everything about this world. And I was starting to get into the story just as the credits started rolling, where it's like, mm. okay, now you have me invested. Like, I, I honestly... If they would have told a complete story, I would have been okay with like even a three hour or four hour movie that that does that. You know what I mean? Or even an extra half an hour that gives me some sort of conclusion to that story. You know, like you think yeah, about it's what, not even a real it's not even a real cliffhanger. It's like it's no. not it's like a line in a movie it's, and then it's over and you're like, what it's the fuck? Such yeah. a bad spot to end the movie. Like yeah. I, I see what they were going for with the whole sand power thing because that's a big setup, you know earlier in the movie obviously in a kind of a uh, a famous line if you will from the book and all that stuff which i don't think any of us has have read right you guys no. have, okay yeah so i've done some research on the movie and it's especially prior to it coming out just to kind of get a general idea of the universe yeah. but uh you know uh, the world building is also incredible um in this too in terms of the way that this is literally a, a, a ground up universe that we're seeing you know where every just about every aspect of everything we see on screen is designed you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, if they would have gone a little bit longer and the example I think of is Lord of the Rings, right? Those are three movies that are essentially one story, but yeah. each movie nevertheless has a definitive beginning and end. You know, there's yeah. there's well, some sort of conclusiveness. Return of the King ends like five times. Well, yes, but five endings as opposed to one, at least there's an ending. In, <laughs> yeah. this, in this movie, there's no ending, right? Yeah. And so that's that's the biggest thing for me where it's like, yeah, I want to see more, but you haven't really done much to tell me that even with the second part that the story can be told and concluded. And apparently Denny's yeah. had said that he wants this to be a trilogy, which, you know, this uh, movie is basically the first half of the book and then the second half of the oh, book will be. Oh, not even. And then, yeah, exactly. And then there it's, are sequels too. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so I went with three people who have all read the book um and know the story and everything in inside and out and essentially this was like this movie was essentially the prologue but then they also added things into it that don't exist yeah okay yeah so there's also things in the movie that are not in the book at all for no reason yeah i which, um, which, with all. which to be fair i after sure watching... but when the book is as long as it is yeah well, so here's another question for you guys. Have you seen the 1984, the Lynch version of this no. story? No. Okay. So I went back right after uh, watching the original 
uh, or the, sorry, the new version and kind of like revisited the original. I still haven't made mm-hmm. it all the way through because that movie's fucking crazy. It's just fucking crazy. <laughs> it's like batshit 80s crazy where it's just so over the top and like insane. Uh, but I was surprised and struck by how many of the beats from this movie are similar to like essentially the first act of that movie. Interesting. And there's literally even lines that are the same where he's like, oh, uh, there's some line about he says like watch your back or you're not looking behind you like uh the fight between uh fucking i can't remember josh brolin's character and um, yeah and paul like all that stuff is there and uh funny enough um uh sir patrick stewart is uh in in that film as one Mm -hmm. of one of the atreides sort of cronies if you will uh but yeah i just found that interesting and and so yeah i mean it speaks to that point where it's like you're really just doing like the world building and kind of setting it up. So it's like, okay, now we can tell the story if we get a chance to, which, you know, we know now that they will, but, um, I don't know. I find that interesting, uh, an interesting choice. After having seen, after having seen something like infinity war with the payoff and end game, I'll wait until Dune part two comes out to judge like how well, it 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 worked for them yeah, right yeah. like i liked this movie enough where i'm excited for the next part of the story so even if it doesn't have a complete end if they stick the landing in the future and then in the future you can watch them as one movie yeah then you know then i'm then i might you know forgive what happened here yeah. The, yeah. the pofa, as I said yeah. earlier. Um, <laughs> but if they somehow fuck it up, you know, and like yeah. neither of the movies is watchable, even as a whole thing, then like, yeah, yeah it was a fucking gigantic waste of time. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. Well, it's funny because I thought about that, um, especially the in, uh, Endgame Infinity War connection to this, you know, and I honestly, I believe when I reviewed Infinity War, I was like, I really like this movie, but it's not a full story. And and for that reason, I gave, gave it a two and a half out of five. You know, I'm like, you give me half a, a movie bitch. and I'll give you <laughs> half a score, you know, um, which I think Endgame like definitely solved a lot of that movie's issues in retrospect. Yeah. But uh, nevertheless, at least at least Infinity War had that sense of finality and yeah. a really powerful moment to end on. You know, in that case, it was the cliffhanger. And especially like I think of the, you know, Thanos going to uh, to the fucking to the farm world or whatever. I don't remember what the name of it is. And, you know, him yeah. sitting down and like having those character moments. And it's here. It's like, OK, we see some people looking off and it's like sand power cut to, you know, credits. And I'm just like, yeah, that doesn't. Dude, she says this is just the beginning. And yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, oh, and it's like, God. that doesn't hit me in any way that's significant. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm definitely excited to see the movie, but because the, the sequel, because it's Villeneuve and, you know, all the, um, all the great actors and stuff. But at the end of the day, like if that stuff wasn't there, then it'd be like, what the fuck is this? You know? Yeah. Uh, another example I think of is the matrix sequels. Um, you know what I mean? The two, yeah. the, which I don't think you've seen Lauren, but, uh, no. But yeah, so let's talk about uh, Timothy Chalamet in this uh, in this movie. What what bugged you? Like, what didn't work for you guys about his performance? This, right? I do not want to be a leader, <laughs> Dad. Why are you making me do this? I'm learning everything. I am a fighter. I do not have any inflection when I say anything. Yeah. Look at my cheekbones. Yeah, I don't, I don't fucking care. Yeah, I don't so, think he has 
any range. And then I no also range. found myself in quite a few moments being like, he just, he like pinged out as like really modern <laughs> compared to other people. Yeah. yeah. Like, like well, at one point he said to his mom, like, He's just too you hot. good? I think he said like, are you good? Yeah. Or so, like something along those lines. And I was like, what? Yeah. Why are you, you just don't. You're not in this world. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. And and to- absolutely. And I think like range is definitely a part of it where it seems like yeah. Timothy. T- t- someone was calling him Timothy. And I think that's kind of funny. Yeah. Timothy uh, Chalamet. Uh, and I Timothy think this, Chalamet. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's what it is. Uh, it, especially a movie like this kind of highlights that. I think the biggest issue with his performance that, that really bugged me was like. Okay, I think there's I think there's something especially in a big big movie like this with these big like sweeping visuals and a big score and big sound design. It's important to have intimate moments, right? And sure. it's important to have a certain sense of subtlety, right? I think that's yeah. what really sells a world like this. But I think in the case of Chalamet's performance, they went too subtle. Like mm-hmm. it's almost emotionless. Like it doesn't register. Well, and it's and, absolutely. Emotionless. But that's the thing is like I that's everything I've ever seen him in. That's yeah. how I feel about him in general. Like, yeah, yeah, and and that's the thing. I don't is, think it was necessarily a choice. Uh, totally. <laughs> uh, well, here's got him. here's the thing, and I totally agree with you that because I another big issue I had is it doesn't really feel like he made a choice, like as an yeah. actor. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like you, you because he doesn't. Exactly, and and it's a problem, and it's one of those things where it's like, what do you mean he made the choice to get paid big bucks? <laughs> I don't know how. I mean, he may have not gotten. He's not a huge, huge star yet in terms of uh, box sure, office drop. I'm yeah, sure but he was the lead of that movie. Like, let's be honest. I'm sure someone like Oscar Isaac or Josh Brolin could have, could have easily commanded a larger salary than Chalamet just because they're legends. Possibly. But, uh, I'm not saying he was the highest paid actor on the movie. I'm saying oh, he yeah. made the choice to oh, get a fucking yeah, paycheck. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. And, and I, but I will say that the two scenes that really impressed me in this movie was the, um, the famous scene from the book where he's got his hand in the box and the John Bar or whatever. Yeah, ex- mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And the tent scene. And mm-hmm. those were the two scenes where it's like, okay, Chalamet is actually like giving a performance now he's making choices. But the problem is, is those were the only two scenes where he really did that in my opinion. And they also were still really bad, but no, I see. I disagree because I think the reason why those scenes were good. Well, the John Gabar scene or whatever, Charlotte rampling. I mean, come on, let's be honest, like legend. Uh, but Rebecca, Rebecca Ferguson, I think she's the true MVP of this movie. Like that tense oh, scene works I, no, because I just mean his choices were bad. No, 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 one hundred percent. And I, that's what I'm saying. I think those scenes were more interesting to me because Rebecca Ferguson totally carried Chalamet in the, in in those scenes, and like yeah. her performance in general is just like god level performance. You know what I mean? And um, if she ever decided to use her powers more than like once in the movie, this movie would be over. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and funny enough, Chalamet is supposed to be even more powerful and I would be more scared of her character, Lady Jessica, than I would be of, of Paul. So, you know, I think that says something. Totally, uh, yeah. There's that final fight scene where he's like, I don't know, Zendaya was like, he's one of the best fighters in the history of the universe. Yeah. You're going to die. If I was him, I would just use the voice and be like, stab yourself in the neck. Yeah. yeah, I assumed yeah. he was going to. I well, it's it's supposed to be a it's End supposed to be a passing of the torch kind of, you know, a moment where he proves no, himself. I, but 
but like, I got that part. The thing, but like, well, in no. reality, if I'm in danger, I'm just going to use the voice. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of go course. away. Of course. But we're also in a fucking world where there are giant sandworms and like AI technology and computer technology has been outlawed, which actually the movie doesn't even really acknowledge other than yeah. it's in, in, yeah, in, its, in its design. Um, you'll notice there's like no computers, everything's analog, which I really loved because that at least gave us something different, which, you know, that's an inherent uh, core of the book, a principle in the book. But nevertheless, um, yeah, I just, you know, um, there's a lot to like in this movie. And, and at the same time, the movie almost wills you to actively dislike it in certain ways. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, I will say just like a fun moment for me <laughs> for a split second before they revealed that there was a thumper that like pulled the worm away. I thought one of them was going to like use the voice on the worm and it was oh, going to work. I, I was like, yeah, it's going to happen. It's just going to happen in the sequel. Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah. Is um, that true? It, or? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I, I would mean, assume so because at the end of the I movie, sp- go ahead. Go ahead. So No, no, go ahead. I would say I know a big spoiler from the books that would yeah. mean that that does happen. Yeah, <laughs> l- yeah. L- let's put it this way. I think I know what you're talking about as well because I know a decent amount about the story and like what happens. And I mean, there are characters that are pivotal to the story that aren't even introduced in this movie, like the emperor, who's like essentially yeah. like, you know, a tertiary yeah. We player. just hear about the emperor, yeah. but we never um, see them in this movie. You know, and then there's also uh, on the Harkonnen side, there's the role famously uh, played by Sting, who's like, uh, the other jealous like nephew uh, of Paul and like all that stuff. So like again, there's there's still a lot more to be established here. But I do think I appreciate this movie at least trying to pare that down into something that's manageable. Because I think one of the lessons learned from that 1984 movie is not trying to stuff the entire story and the entire lore of this universe into a three and a half hour movie or whatever. So. Oh yeah, we know movie studios never learn from that mistake. Though. I mean, at least Villeneuve did. So yeah, uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, as a side shout note, out to oh, David Dousmushian, dude. Oh yeah. See, dude. okay, yeah. that is the one that I feel like they mm-hmm. sorely underused him, mm-hmm. and like he dies in this movie, so we never see him. We're never gonna see him again. Yeah. And he had like three yeah. lines. Yeah. Some movies just cast sweet actors for the fact that like. Yes, but then they cast fucking Chalamet as the lead. I'm like, come on. Yeah, and I think honestly, just thinking about it, away your best people. I feel like they maybe should have cast of someone just slightly older than Chalamet, and maybe it's because he he looks so young and he feels so gangly and young. But it just yeah, it it feels like that character is just a little bit older than what than what they went for. Yeah, I feel like he he himself is probably the right age, but he definitely reads several years younger than he actually is. Um, uh, so I agree with you in that. I don't, I think that's another reason why he doesn't work for me. Totally. Totally. Um, also what totally wasted is Dave Batista, who will definitely have a bigger pre- presence as, so um, yeah, they all, they also expanded his role apparently in this movie, like compared to the books. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So. He's kind of like the muscle and shit, of course. I'm okay and with then, that. <laughs> uh, and then like, let's just talk about the Zendaya thing real quick, because I feel like that was, you know, the whole lead up to the movie was like, oh, we got Chalamet and Zendaya. And it's like, again, yeah. another, they have what, one scene together? Two, maybe? Um, that and isn't it also, the visions, yeah. Yeah, well, not including the visions, like actual scene. But uh, it's still funny because it's like thinking about it and, you know, Denny's like reaching out to Zendaya and he's like, yeah, you're going to be the anchor of this movie, you know? And 
you, you know, you're really important. And she's like, how long are you in? Five minutes and like three quarters of that is slow-mo. <laughs> like, I, I swear, I feel like she worked on this movie for like a week. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, as it, it, It's just weird. So, yeah. 100%. You expect her to be away from her boyfriend Spider-Man for more than a week, Taylor? Come on. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. She's too busy but, uh, doing Mary Jane things. Yeah. yeah, it was an odd. It was definitely an odd choice. Mm, I'm still inclined to like not hate on it until I see no, I'd, the complete uh, vision behind Dune. Yeah, right? yeah, totally. And and uh, it's good casting. I'm just I don't have a clear sense of like their chemistry together yet um so i think that's one of the biggest that's like Like, the biggest question mark so (laughs) well on the casting note apparently that character is supposed to be like super plain jane Mm -hmm. so i don't know that necessarily agree with it as far as casting goes because like i think she's super (laughs) pretty yeah um and like intriguing so i I feel like they i agree with that and i feel like they kind of made her look a little plain in this movie, they did. Um, mm, I just think, like, by nature of her face, yeah. <laughs> and then you put those blue eyes in, also. Oh yeah, like... seriously, right? It's crazy. What but... these old things? <laughs> wow, Your know. eyes are not the same blue, Joel. <laughs> Good try. <laughs> you don't, you uh, don't know. Also, a lot of spice lately. Also, shout out to uh, Stellan Skarsgård, who actually kills it <laughs> uh, as um, Hark- Vladimir Harkonnen, the yeah, the Baron. Um, the way the characters portrayed in this yeah, movie dude. is like terrifying, and especially yeah. when you look back at the uh, the eighty four version, like it, uh, this is one of the biggest improvements over that movie, which there are a lot of improvements. So his I'm fucking s- scene with Oscar Isaac is yeah. so fuck is yeah. so yeah. fucking good, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. He's also, just, oh, go gross. ahead. Sorry. He's just gross. Yeah. Oh God. Like, well, wait. Well, in the 1984 movie, he's got like face sores and it's all pussy and like nasty. Oh, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Well, also in the book, he's a pedophile, so I'm yeah, glad they exactly. omitted that at also, least thus far. Totally. Also, you know, I think it's fair to acknowledge like the sort of um, Middle Eastern Arabic influences, mm-hmm. if you will, in this movie. One of the biggest things they took away was the reference to uh, constant referencing to like a jihad. Uh, a political jihad at least in this case and i think that was like a good change you know modernize it with the times um i will say that it still bugs me a little bit that the one character who's traitorous happens to be the asian guy um Mm -hmm. that just feels maybe you should have had a little more tact and thought about that choice a little bit more um but yeah i mean overall like small nitpicks um you know against i did the, enjoy the show of respect for house of trades though still where he was like hey, yeah i'm betraying you but also oh yeah murder the, murder the baron but i'm gonna help you yeah <laughs> here's a fake and i betrayed you to help you <laughs> yeah yeah so i don't know man i still th- i still feel like if i had the voice this movie would have been uh just just a just a, a whole different story <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, um, so made, made everything go my way. So this is this is my recap of this movie is um, Poe Dameron has a son who is called Willy Wonka, who goes out into the desert and like gets high and has oh, these yeah. like mystical visions. Um, and uh, Thanos and Aquaman, who is now Sandman, work for Poe Dameron and they cool. like die trying to save Poe Dameron, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Poe, Poe's team is fighting um, 
bootstrap Bill's camp. Mm, tell right. me more. Which tell me more. Also has um, Polka Dot Man and Drax like working <laughs> for him. Um, and then like they well then Polka Dot Man also dies again, which sucks. Um, I feel like I'm missing someone. But basically then Willy Wonka just like gets lost in the desert with his mom and gets high and then sees Mary Jane in his visions and then You're missing Javier well, MJ, sorry, MJ. Um I I'm getting there. I'm getting okay. there. Um meets <laughs> MJ in real life and like falls in love with MJ, um, who is like also working with for under related to unsure Blackbeard. Okay. Yeah, so I know I know you just like I know that was supposed to deter me from liking the movie, but that movie sounds like it fucks, dude. Like I wanna watch that. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's mostly just uh hour forty five minutes pictures of sand. Oh, mm. and also then like Beetlejuice's pet is also in it. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> um no, I enjoyed that very much. I and and I'm looking forward to uh your idea of what the sequel is you know like i want like when it comes out all the years later i want another segment of uh what the sequel is in those words okay i can do that uh i think if anything the world building in this was good and i think maybe that's why i'm so forgiving is because i'm excited to see what they build from the foundation, right? Sure. Like I'm really intrigued yeah. by a lot of the things that they presented in this movie. So I'm willing to go see a sequel and see what they do with it. If it was like, if if the movie sucked and they ended like that, I'd be like, I have no reason to see the sequel. I don't sure. care. But I'm really intrigued of like, I don't know, even the fucking like Firefly fucking spaceship things are sick as fuck yeah yeah and uh the, the dragonflies yeah the dragonflies yeah. are cool and i'm excited to see like like yeah the stuff with you know dave batista is still alive and he's got a little grudge and i just think a lot of what they built and 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 the things they hinted at like i want to see those things come to fruition so yeah, I just wish, like I said, I was just sitting there watching so many of their shots and they like they were beautiful, but they lingered so long that I'm like, you could have cut probably 10 minutes off just by trimming some of these either establishing shots or just like they were holding on people for so long when they weren't well, saying anything. See, I... I and Go ahead, sorry. Stanley Kubrick just called me from the grave and he says you're wrong. Okay, but Stanley Kubrick often has more things happen in his movies than happened in this movie. So if they cut 10 minutes of that and give just a little bit more action in this movie mm. to leave you on the cliffhanger, yeah, I could see then that. I would have been more sold. We'll yeah. never argue against some more action. So yeah, I agree true with that. that true and that. Not, just, not just like fighting action, but just like something happened. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Like... I will say that, you know, to provide a counterpoint to that, I kind of appreciated that. Um, you know, this idea of, you know, we're always rushing to tell our stories and to get through our movies. And I think part of the reason why the tone of this movie is established so well is because of that lingering, because of that presence, like literally just sitting in this world and taking it all in. Right. And I think that's mm -hmm. definitely an aspect to that movie. But at the same time, I think, like, it's done a little bit too much, you know what I mean, and a little too sure. often. 
So I like I, like I think there's a happy medium between those two things. Um, so I can see where you're coming from, but personally, like I appreciated it for the most part. Sure. So I mean, take that as what you know, take that as you will. Yeah. Two each round. So we are getting a Dune two. Yeah. Dune part two. So maybe. we'll see how that goes. I guess. Don't do it. I am I'm torn between now looking up where this fucking story goes and just waiting for part two. Because mm. um, I'm so fucking intrigued, I just like need to know. Well, I'm sure it'll be different from whatever you look up. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Definitely. I mean, there's definitely like certain things that are for sure going to happen. Um, like Charlotte Rampling's character is for sure going to be a bigger uh, presence in the sequel yeah. let's just put it that way um you know a- as well as the new characters that are coming i mean we've only seen two of the th- six or seven houses that that occupy this universe yeah um so you know i mean there's still a lot um to explore in that re- in that regard so you know i'm excited to see a sequel i'm not like hating on this movie because you know my nitpicks or especially with the ending or anything like that yeah, but yeah. I do think it does make it a less effective film as a standalone. And that's kind of the way I'm approaching it. So I'm yeah. excited for the sequel. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, cool. dude. Sweet. So do we want to rate this movie? Yeah, um, I can go first. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, with the context of you know what I gave Infinity War and stuff, I think that this movie definitely has more holding power and has more interesting stuff going on visually. I mean, this is going to win a ton of technical awards during award season. Uh, So I'd probably give it a three and a half out of five just because Mm. I think there's a lot of good stuff here. It's just if you would have nailed the ending, I would have probably given it a four and a half out of five personally. So, Damn, dude, that's pretty close. I was going to say like a seven and a half out of ten. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. I was gonna say probably like a five and a half out of ten. Oof. That's actually Oof. better than I thought it might be. I thought you were because just gonna be like because technically it was like it was it was really pretty. The world building, yeah, like great, and some of the performances, yeah. But like it was just so boring. I can't give it higher than that. <laughs> I got you. Hey, that's fair. Wow. At least you have justification for why you're ranking it yeah. the way you do. That's what matters. Yeah. Um, it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. But yeah. it also wasn't great. Totally. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah. So, Dune, everybody. What have you been yeah. watching? <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. Like, we definitely have a small what we've been watching. But I just want to run through uh, what I've been watching really quickly. Uh, catching up on what we do in the Shadow Season 3, which uh, yes. the finale airs tonight. Um, yes. Drops on Hulu tomorrow. Really great stuff. Uh Joel, you need to catch up, and I when know. we watch, when uh, we can all watch the finale, I would definitely like to discuss yes. uh, the choices the season makes and where the show might be going because uh, yes. very interesting stuff. The right. end of the last episode, yep, I, think, I did not see coming. Yep, I think I was spoiled. No. Yeah, but I don't know if I just looked too hard into some. I don't know. Yeah. Let's we'll just see when I watch. Let's just put it this yeah. way. This show is slowly becoming one of those shows that, you know, it's obviously comedy and very lighthearted, but 
I think they're really starting to build, uh, you know, uh, an emotional core, and yeah. especially with our relation to these characters. And I think uh, especially this most recent episode really tests that yeah. um, in a convincing way, in my opinion. So I'll leave it at that. Also yeah. been watching Succession Succession season three, uh, two episodes in, fucking incredible. Might be the best <laughs> show on TV. You guys need to catch up on it. And, and uh, it's 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 so good. It's just so, like it's it's unfair how good this show is um, and how well written it is. So I'll just leave it at that. That is an insane nice. amount of praise it's, from, from you, Taylor. It's it's really good. I don't want to say it's a perfect show because it's not done yet, and you know they're still sort of you know telling the yeah. story. But uh, but yeah, it's Breaking Bad level of good for me. Okay, um, wow. Yeah, so let's put it that way. Um, and then finally, Joel, I know you watch this as well, so I'd love to get your thoughts. But uh, finally, had a chance to watch the Squid Games, Squids Games, Squid Games, <laughs> Squids Games. yeah, uh, Squid Game, which is the uh, sort of hot uh, property right now. That's uh, the next in line of Korean cinematic uh, achievements, if that you will. Squid Games is so hot right now. It's <laughs> that Squid Game. It's just so hot. Um, no, it's it's very good. Um, at first, I threw this movie on, and it was dubbed. And I was like, how the fuck am I going to watch uh, nine hours of TV like this? Because it was so bad. Oh, and then subs, we realized, dubs, I know, and then but we switched to the subs and the subs are like 100 percent better. Oh, uh, it's, nice. It sounded like a cheap kung fu movie. The dubs were just oh, terrible. <laughs> um, and yeah, so uh, Squid Game is very good. It's very good. And uh, yeah, it's really good. Lauren, I know you haven't seen it, but it's definitely mm -hmm. one of those shows that I would love to dig into with all three of us once once we mm. get caught okay. up on it. Um, and that's all I'm going to say about that. So, Joel, what do you think mm. about Squid okay. Game? Dude, it, it was. Uh, the there were there were twists and turns and stakes that I didn't see coming. And like even early on in like the first two episodes, I'm like, uh, this like the story could be over. And then they like give it like a whole new fucking reason why like it's going to keep going. And I was like, Oh shit, that was fucking great. Uh, the acting is great. Love me some Korean cinema, dude. Um, you know, I'm never a huge fan of like awkwardly vague endings, but that's fine. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, it is I, what it is. Yeah. Uh, someone, someone on Reddit was like, Oh, I don't know. It Korean cinema is overhyped. And I was like, okay like they're they're like i don't like the host i don't like squid games didn't like parasite and i was like all right so you're just not a fan of cinema yeah so if you say so buddy <laughs> kind of reaction yeah. you know <laughs> yeah totally. i i think the show is close to perfect pretty much and i and i and i really hope that there is no fucking american remake <laughs> yeah. no if anything they just need to do I just want it to season. live yeah, I just wanted to live as its fucking own thing where it's really fucking good. And, like, dude, the smallest of characters, you find yourself caring for, man. Like, fucking. Yep. Even the ones you hate. Dude, I'll, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Even the little, like, the gangster guy. But, like, mm -hmm. fucking Ali, like, love him. The old man, love him. Like, yeah. there's just so many characters that they make you care for them. And, yeah. sometimes that's hard to do in a show totally and well they're so well established right like yeah. they, they, it's so precise in terms of what the show's trying to do and i mean um it's i mean the, the show was it basically took the creator like 10 years to write the show but i mean it yeah it shows you know in the final product um 
And that first first episode's insane, by the way, just at the same time. So, yeah. I love their portrayal of Western culture. Yep. It's just hilarious and kind of too true. Yep. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, not expose, it's a indemnification of capitalism in a lot of ways. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of parallels there and things that, um, that would normally seem unique to Korean culture that are actually very similar to our, our culture in terms of, you know, that aspect. So yeah, I'll just leave it at that. There's another trend going on on Twitter. You know, the people who are like, I'm proud to say I've never seen one single episode of Game of Thrones. And you're like, okay. Yeah. It's like the same thing. People are like, I didn't give into the peer pressure and watch Squid Games. And I'm yeah. like, well, actually, like, so I actually <laughs> didn't watch Game of Thrones. Um, no, and so that, no, but I'm that guy. No, but here's the thing. Like, I'm okay with the people who say that because like, yeah, it's a long ass fucking show oh, yeah, yeah. that like goes up and down and is bad and good. Yeah. It's okay if you haven't watched that, but the people who are like, I didn't give into the peer pressure and watch Squid Games. I'm like, well, then you're missing out. It's fucking great. Yeah, totally. So yeah, that's everything. Uh, I mean, there's some other stuff, but that's the main main stuff for me this time. What about you, Lauren? Nice. Um, not too much, but I got a couple of things aside from what we do in the shadows. Um, <laughs> I watched this show that I swear Taylor talked about last episode. But I'm gonna have to go back and listen because yeah. maybe not. And if need, not, then I don't know who told me about this. Um, but it's on HBO Max and it's called The Other Two. Um, and I was intrigued because Molly Shannon plays the mom in it, and basically nice. her youngest son gets TikTok famous, essentially. Oh my god. And becomes like a superstar mm-hmm. where his older siblings have been working forever, like his brother's an actor and his sister is yeah doesn't really know what she wants to do but they're both like failing at life essentially um and so it's about their struggles while the their younger brother and their mom like skyrocket gotcha um and it's a comedy um and so it it, ha- it plays a lot on um industry inside jokes as okay. well, so I think you yeah. guys will like it. Um, I swear, Taylor, you watch this, but yeah. now that I've heard you describe this movie, now that I've heard you, it's a TV show. Now that I've heard you describe this TV show, we have not talked about this on the cast. God, yeah. then I don't know who was talking to me about this. Um, but anyway, yeah, there's two seasons of it um, on on HBO Max. Um, it was Sweet. fun. Uh, there, you know, it's a sitcom, so they're uh like i think like 35 minute episodes pretty short yeah um and so i watched it in a couple of days uh but i I thought it was fun um i would recommend it personally uh and then i also watched uh it's a bit of an older movie but i hadn't seen it before um called the final girls huh horror comedy Hmm. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with Malin Ackerman mm-hmm. and um, a bunch of other people in it. With like um, the trope of like, yeah. yeah so it's yeah. it's the trope of like, so this this girl's young girl's mother was in this like campy yeah. horror movie. She ends up dying. Spoilers at the start of the movie. Whoa! And then essentially they have to like live out the story of this movie. Um, and figure out how to survive the serial killer. Um, so it, it was entertaining. If you are into horror, it's kind of a fun, again, like inside joke 
esque yeah. movie. Um, not my favorite horror comedy I've ever seen, but it was it was not bad. Um, and then I also watched Assembled, the Black Widow episode. I don't know if you guys oh. saw that that dropped. Oh, I didn't know um, they did one on Black Widow. That's true. Yeah, yeah, nice. I didn't either. I just put on Disney Plus the other day, and it was there, so I watched it. Um, How long is that one? Uh, it's at least an hour. Oh, nice. Maybe an hour and Good. a half. Good. Um, More. <laughs> I think. I think. I think. Yeah. Um, it it was long. It was pretty long. Yeah. Um. But I mean, again, if you're into that kind of behind the scenes making of stuff, definitely check it out. Um, it was really cool that I've felt um, they really kind of gave credit where credit was due um, in a lot of ways when they were talking about the making of and, and how, you know, long time coming of this movie. Um, yeah. But in particular, they did really highlight all the like the female stunt women that were involved in the movie, yeah. which yeah. was really, really cool to like actually see them named and show them shooting stuff versus Scarlet shooting stuff and and all that jazz. So. Yeah. So, yeah, cool. That's I think. Oh, and I finished. I know Joel's going to touch on this, but um, I finished uh, yeah. Only Murders in the Building. So, what nice. did you think of that? Great show. I fucking loved it. Did I, you finish uh, it? I did. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect. It, I, I don't know if it was the trailers or the poster or something about it. Just kind of didn't really intrigue me the right way. Yeah. And then one day, you know how it is, Taylor. You're you're a little high and. You can't decide what to watch. So you just name recognition. Oh, I've <laughs> heard of that. I'll put it on. Heard of the Steve Martin guy? Yeah, he's <laughs> in. He was a a parent trap or something. Uh, no, he was a. Uh, he was an amigo. No, mm. yes, that. No, I'm thinking of um, <laughs> the family with the twelve people in it, or whatever the fuck it was. Cheaper, cheaper by the by, dozen. That wasn't Dennis cheaper, Quaid though. Cheaper by the dozen. No, Dennis Quaid was in the Parent Trap. Oh. Oh, there yeah. you go. You probably doesn't with Steve Martin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, everybody in this show is fucking great. Uh, the comedy, I think, more than not, it lands for me. There are a few things mm -hmm. that I thought were a little cheesy. Um, yeah. But more than not, I mean, like Martin Short and Steve Martin together are just like, Mwah. like yeah. they play so fucking well off of each other. Yeah. Um, and the story. You know, I don't know how. I think they milked the whole like who was the killer for a little too long. Like there were maybe a little too many suspects that they kept bouncing back and forth on. Yeah. But, you know, you got to fill out a season. So uh, there's a, I will say, Nathan Lane's character. Mm -hmm. Wasn't expecting him to do all the shit that he did. Yeah. They do like a good job of uh, playing that out for him. Uh, there's, oh, you know what? I will say there's an episode where they try to do like the hush thing from Buffy mm -hmm. and it does not play. I think it's <laughs> so, I will say the only thing from this show that I absolutely detested was that episode. Yeah. So like there are points in the episode. So, okay. There's a deaf character in the show. So they try to do like a whole episode about like, they start the episode with like him as a child and he can't hear. And it's all about how sad it is. But then they do the entire episode with like no dialogue, yeah. trying to be like witty and cool. And uh, there are times when it plays like they're breaking into a house, so they have to be quiet. It works there, right? 
But then it's like Steve Martin is on a date and they don't say a single word to each other. And you're like, that's fucking awkward. And it does not play well on camera. Yeah. Um, yeah. And especially to do it for 30 minutes. I'm like, just, fucking <laughs> say, just like there are even times where like you could have just whispered. Right. But they instead they like don't say anything. And it's weird. Yeah. Um, Interesting. But it's a fun look at the podcast uh, true crime world. Uh, really good, like, play on, um, I don't know, that one really famous one with the two women. Um, My Favorite Murder. My Favorite Murder. Uh, yeah. Really good play on that. Funny show. They end on a cliffhanger, so we're likely to get a season two. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm excited if not to just see more Steve Martin and Martin Short together. Martin Short calls Steve Martin Scott Bakula at one point, which is yeah. fucking <laughs> hilarious. Uh, and That's I will watch funny. those two banter all fucking day. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I mean, it does on IMDb, it does look like we're getting season two next year. There we go, dude. Hell yeah. But I don't know if anything has actually been released on that. How did you how did you like it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um I again like I don't think it was my favorite thing ever or the most um groundbreaking thing ever, but I I thought it was fun. Um I I agree with you in that like I think most things hit, not everything hit. Um but I think it was more hit than miss. And especially the way it ended, that the cliffhanger they did get me. I'm very intrigued <laughs> uh by the way it ended. So so hopefully we do get a season two. Um I I, I think I said this last time. I don't love selena gomez in this this is yeah. she's kind of got chalamet uh syndrome she in this does kind of have chalamet so, syndrome in this but i she's think really she's hot though, so. the weakest part of it in my opinion um yeah. but the rest of it seems to work uh the girl the girl the woman who plays holly in the office is in this mm -hmm. playing a character named jan which i thought was hilarious just <laughs> A little office humor there. Uh, Michael <laughs> Scott's other girlfriend. That's funny. Uh, what the fuck else have I been watching? I don't know. Um, I was watching like, yeah, I've been watching a lot of soccer. <laughs> LAFC won the other night against the Seattle Sounders. That was cool. I was there for the game just as Ted Lasso. Um, yeah, they got a playoff run that they could make if they win the next couple games. That's pretty cool. Uh, speaking of soccer, I was watching our, um, I was watching a documentary on Netflix called Sunderland till I die. I don't know, probably mm -hmm. not exciting for anybody, but it's about a, uh, a team that got relegated from premier league to the league below called the championship. And, uh, it's just all mm. about, you know, how sad they are that they don't have any money and how much their team sucks now. Uh, <laughs> but if you like soccer, it's f f fun, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Nice. I don't know if I've seen. I'm. I'm. I, I'm sure I've watched something else, but you know how I go into this, not prepared at all. <laughs> with my least favorite, with my least favorite segment of the show. Oh well, my yeah. god! No, I've been watching uh, uh, the Haunting of Hill House. Ah, uh, mm, nice. It is pretty fucking good. This is the first time watching it. First time. Mm, first okay. time. Uh, I watched it after seeing Midnight Mass and. Mm. really enjoying midnight mass and everyone was like well, if you like midnight mass you got to watch the haunting of hill house and i was like yeah, of okay course. of course i remember trying to watch the pilot once but i think i was like on a date and i'm pretty sure we just weren't paying attention so in my head i was like <laughs> it wasn't that good yeah. um but it is 
Did you notice a familiar face yet? Um, I don't know. Who? One of the children is also in WandaVision. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. Oh, that's, shit. That's my friend's son. Yeah. Yeah. He's a little bit uh, younger than that, but yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, because yeah, yeah, it was several several he years ago. young Luke, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Hell yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I think a lot of the, the the horror elements, I think, really hit for me because they try to they try to approach it from like, a, there's an explanation for it, obviously, because it's not real. They try to like mix that with like, but it actually is spooky and haunted. And you're like, okay, hell yeah. Like uh, there's, they want there to be an explanation, but it's just fucking straight up haunting, baby. <laughs> um, ooh, speaking of haunting, I did also watch Muppets Haunted Mansion. Hey. Oh yeah. So I, I don't remember if I talked about that last time. Yeah, but I, I did uh, watch that as well. If someone had told me that Pepe was like the lead character, I would have like watched it fucking immediately. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, I love the Muppets, but I really love the King Prawn. Um, yeah. So when it, it opened up and it was Gonzo and Pepe, I was like, okay, how long are they going to be in this? Is this just like the opening until we get to the rest of the Muppets? And then no, it's just them the whole movie, and I'm like, <laughs> oh fuck yeah, dude! Yeah. Gonzo and Pepe the whole time. I'm fucking here for it. Uh, yeah, so yeah I, it was funny. I felt personally it was a little hit or miss for me, um, but it was all right. Yeah, and some people, some people are loving it. I don't have that same level of love, which is sad because I love both of those things very much: Muppets and Haunted Mansion. It's one but. of those movies where you know I always have one of those films where I'm like, look, if you just get high and watch this, you're gonna have a good time. <laughs> and that's this movie. If you just get, you stoned, know what I think it is. Laugh. I just don't think the guests were the best choice uh okay i don't think the celebrities were the best choice Mm. so i don't think they worked for me gotcha there were Um, a few that i was like who are you but i do (laughs) think that gonzo and pepe were the right choice to lead the movie I want to see all the celebrities with the Brad Pitts and the Jake Gyllenhaals and the uh (laughs) where is the famous people (laughs) so good so yeah watch that i don't know where uh that's it right yeah, yeah, I think, think I think so. so. I think we covered a lot today. Indeed. Went right through it. Sweet. In that yeah. case, uh, where can everybody find you on the internet, Taylor? Uh, you can find me, as per usual, on Twitter at Taylor Salem. What about you, Lauren? I am at underscore Miss Pixie underscore on Instagram and the Twitters. Sweet. This is the first episode we're going to be releasing um, exclusively mm. exclusively through Ua Ua Boo Boo. Uh, <laughs> exclusively through Podbean, um, we finally got a little uh, subscriber redirect from Shout Engine to Podbean. Mm-hmm. Something that we had avoided doing for a very long time because the Shout Engine backend is just non-existent. Shit. Nobody responds to your emails. Um, there is no like contact support button on the website. But I really wanted to make the jump to a new host site. So I found the fucking CEO of Shout Engine on LinkedIn. <laughs> and I was like, yo, dude, fucking help me out. And he was like, <laughs> he even admitted, he was like, our backend support doesn't really exist. Here's my email. Yeah. I'll help you out. And I was like, thank you. Good so we got to redirect. Hopefully, this is, you know, this is the big test. Yeah. He said he, said he redirected it. So we're going to, I'm going to post it on Podbean and we'll see if uh, our, already subscribed 
people get the episode or not. Yeah. We'll find out. Let us know. Let us know. It's a big fucking test. And uh, <laughs> I'm the only nerd. Everyone on the internet. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and uh, I'm not banned from Facebook right now, so you, you could find me there. But by the time you hear this, I'm probably yeah banned again. So probably it doesn't even matter. Uh, yeah, let's see if we get two downloads or 500 downloads. I don't know. You know, we'll see how Podbean is doing for us. But this is our new home, and uh, hopefully, it treats us well. So indeed. Uh, until next time, see you later, nerds. Peace. B- bye.